she's amazing. I mean, she's a bad. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Ruined it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be uh, recapping both women's and uh, co-ed for the South Round 1. And here to help me do so is Christy Stevens and Alicia Ellis. Um, guys, thank you so much for hopping on. And, you know, just go ahead and do the introductions per usual. Christy, once we can start with you. Just let us know what teams you played on. And, yeah, we'll go from there. I played women's with uh, Weapons of Mass Destruction, and I played co-ed No Sting with Lone Star. And Lisa? Uh, yes, I played on Chaos for women's and Ascension for co-ed. Awesome. And part of why we just dove right into this was because we were kind of talking about um, you weren't initially planning to play women's uh, for this round, right? You were saying that it was kind of like a last-minute decision to, to play? Yes, uh, we kind of decided last minute to throw in a foam division, but I was kind of running the tournament or with Mark's help, kind of getting things straight and get running. And so I wasn't initially planning on playing women's snow sting, but one of the girls dropped last minute. And so I was able to hop on a team. Gotcha. And so um, you both did no sting and foam for women's? I, I did yes. both. Alicia, did you play foam? Yes. Okay. And was that, did you guys have foam last year at all in, in any of the rounds? No. No, we didn't. Is that, um, is that to kind of just appease um, like some of the foam players in like the Dallas area or why did you guys have a foam division if you don't mind my asking? I think it was just because we were going to be done yeah, with so our tournaments so soon. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, we only had four women's teams. Okay, so you guys had the time and just figured might as well. Or... Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Very cool. Well, let's go ahead and, um, I mean, we'll kind of start with you, Christy, and just kind of talk about some of the major differences between, um, you know, this round one and, and last year, round three, from what you guys can remember. So aside from throwing in a, another division uh, for the women, did you recall like any big differences this time around? Um, I mean, yeah, this is the first time we've ever had a sanctioned tournament. None of our rounds technically counted last year because we didn't play six on six. So this is our first time to have a six on six tournament. So of course that was new. We only had four teams, but uh, the teams themselves weren't all exactly the same. I think only chaos was the only team that really came back looking uh, very similar to what they looked like last year. So all of our teams were basically new teams, I would say. Gotcha. Yeah, I was actually going to ask if um, if you had 6v6 and if it was going to be sanctioned. So thanks for bringing that up and mentioning that. Because um, I think what it was like you guys had, was it teams of four that over the, over the past couple of rounds last year that you were trying to build this up with? And rounds one and two, we did uh, 4v4. And then in round three last year, we did 5v5. Gotcha. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm glad to hear that um, it counts now. And I guess we can kind of go into the, the team composition a little bit later. But um, 
aside from from those differences, did you notice anything else, um, Christy? Or yes, this is also not only was the first time to be sanctioned, but this is the first time we've had players from other regions come and play with us. Okay. So that was really cool. Yeah, I saw, um, and maybe they'll they'll come up as we, as we go, but definitely saw some players from from the west hopping in and uh, was it all regions or was it mostly just from the west i think i don't think we had anybody from the north but i could be wrong about one player she might be from the north but i know we had some from the east and some from the west gotcha that's very cool and um how about you alicia like what what differences did you notice uh between round one this year and round three last year I I, th I would say that the talent has grown a lot in the South. I know at least in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, we've incorporated a couple of different women's leagues and had our own kind of little smaller divisions. And, and we've also been practicing a couple of times a week and trying to get ready for elite. Nice. And would you say um, having like some of the, the women's, um, uh, I don't want to say matches, but trying to trying to build women's last year do you think you guys built off of that with um trying to get more competitive and and, and establishing those practices absolutely what um yeah it was it was one of those things where we had we had the 4v4 we had the 5v5 but then we didn't go into nationals having any points or it wasn't sanctioned and so our biggest goal this year was to get the 6v6 and have at least four teams and we kind of struggled on that for round one, but we should be able to build on that for round two at least. Awesome. And obviously you can't speak for all the women that played, but do you think um, those four teams that we saw are going to come back for round two and three and, and continue to progress? I think most of them will. That's awesome. Or at least most of the girls are. The, the teams may end up changing a little bit, but mo most, at least the Dallas teams are all coming back for round two and three. Nice. And um, kind of a weird question, but how do you guys grow? Um, how do you guys grow the women's leagues? Um, and you can chime in too, Christy, if you have some input here. Um, but just as you were saying that, I was kind of wondering, just in, in case there's any other, like North, for example, they don't even have a women's division yet. So like, what, uh, what do you guys do to, to grow? You wanna go first or you want me to? Well, I think the, uh, you go ahead. No, go ahead. You started. There's like a delay. Sorry. I was just going to say, I, I think one of our biggest things was we we incorporated our uh, a women's kind of division in one of our competitive leagues and had four teams of eight. And so a lot of the women wanted to play. It was uh, no, no sting. And then we had a, a men's division kind of after that. So the women got to play each other and kind of experience that outside of elite and and it really helped are the uh, are the rules like are they elite based rules or do they do you have room to like to breathe for lack of better words oh it was definitely some breathing room yeah we didn't have an elite size court or it's just a half basketball court and similar rules but not quite elite style not cage fighting just yet <laughs> Right. Gotcha. And uh, Christy, do you remember what you were going to say? Yeah, I was going to say uh, 
uh, up until, well, I was going to say 2018 was huge for the South women because me and Alicia were the only two women from, especially the Fort Worth area that went to an elite tournament, came back and were able to convince our local league to give us a women's tournament or a women's league mixed in between leagues. And so we did a couple of those that helped us recruit girls. And then what we did is last year during the rounds, we tried to spread our teams out. Not it's, it sounds not good to say this, but those tournaments last year, the rounds weren't used to build a net, you know, a team to take to nationals. They weren't, they were designed to get people to catch the elite fever. Basically nice. we tried to spread out the talent a little bit from people who've played competitively to people who haven't and just do a good time of showing everybody how fun it is to be a part of the dodgeball family. This season, we're still doing that. We're still not able to put together a team that we would say, oh, this is a team that could be competitive at nationals. Not yet. Because if we do that, we won't have anybody to play against. People won't come. So we're still spreading it out, but we're making it a little bit more competitive. Like, I would say the three teams that Alicia's probably referring to that will come back from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, those teams were put together to do all three rounds together and were a little bit more serious, more competitive. Um, so we're using that kind of style to keep building more and more women. I do think when we play in rounds two or three, we'll have more teams than just four. Because nice. more of the girls live um, in the areas that we'll be traveling to um, for rounds two and three. Gotcha. Yeah, and I was, was going to ask too uh, if that had any um, an impact on because as 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 I see it, and I'm again just from my limited perspective, a lot of it seems to be um, you know the Dallas Fort Worth area. But you guys were in Memphis, so um, do you anticipate, like you said, more more teams for round two coming from Dallas because you guys will probably be closer? Or yeah, well, Memphis doesn't even have a league. Um, uh, continuum, sorry, I still want to call them Dodgetronic. Continuum is a team that has to play and only like they can only scrimmage themselves and practice with themselves. And so they only have one female, Rachel McCoy, who's a great player, but uh, she's the only female playing right now currently out there. So that was a little bit of a struggle that we don't have any women coming from there. Huh. The New Orleans girls, I'm not sure. I know there's some injuries um, that they had issue with, but they didn't really make it out to this round. So I know more of them will most likely make it to definitely round three and most likely round two. So I would guess that would be another team right there. Okay. And the, yeah. Gotcha. So there, there's still room for some of the other competitive women to, to, to play. It just depends on the geography a little bit. And um, I'm glad you said New Orleans because I'm trying to remember just off memory some of the teams I don't see on here that I might recall. Voodoo, was that one of them? That's a co-ed team. For the women, they went by, um, oh my gosh, I always want to sing the wrong song. Yeah. Throw me something. Throw me something, sister. That's what it was, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. There you yeah. go. It's, mm -hmm. Cobbins are coming off a little bit. Um, and who else? Uh, Southern, Southern Glory. Southern Glory. So okay. we kind of absolved that team into, I would say, I took Marie and Kathy, but Marie wasn't there because she's um, just delivered a baby like a week before. Right. And um, some of the other players, I think, went to Poison. That girl's Poison. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I, I actually, to in case anybody's wondering, and um, it's probably my bad for this, I, I didn't really reach out to Marie because I thought she'd just uh, delivered a baby, so I didn't really want to 
<laughs> push her into this just just yet. Um, but I would really love to have her for round two um, if she's available. So just in case anybody's listening and are wondering, because I know that she was really instrumental in helping shape this, and it's really cool to be able to go from round one when it was just starting um, 4v4, 5v5 to sanction. So I'm, I'm glad that was one of the first topics that we hit on, and I meant to mention that earlier. But uh, didn't mean to get sidetracked there too much. Um, I wanted to go back and ask you, Alicia. So you said um, you have your women's leagues, um, and there's like four teams of, of eight players. Is that about right? Mm-hmm. What, uh, yes. Just kind of off the top of your head, what's the percentage of, of women that play from those leagues into elite just so I can get an idea of like how many more teams we might get down the road or would you say like half of them play or like 80% play or yeah I would say consistently Mm -hmm. half are playing in elite and willing to travel where we've been trying to get them to maybe try to go to some of these other tournaments in different states and things but with just life and schedules and things it gets a little bit tougher but yeah, there are there are definitely a couple of other ones that are have played in round three last year or filled in since it was in Fort Worth, and so I'm sure a few more will be recruited for the second round. Gotcha. And when you say other tournaments, do you think like Bells and and like the LA Classic might be some of those tournaments or, or more local based? Some of both. I know a lot of people were interested in going to. The, I think it was the, the tournament that Kelly put on a few weeks after nationals last year, which was one of the women's tournaments. It was, I remember if that one was Bells or Bells is the one that's in spring. Uh, so the LA Classic was well, yeah, Bells was right after the nationals, and that was done by um Sumsum. I should know because I recapped that. So. it was bells. Okay. It was bells because we had all thought we would go. We were actually really doing. I think what we didn't realize, being never been there before, is we didn't realize how fast <laughs> teams register and fill up. So that was oh, our mistake quick. down here. Right. I think, I think mm-hmm. this next year we'll go. Don't you think, Ellis? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, and then I think the classics coming up soon. I think it's actually this month, um, and that one fills up fast as, as heck too. Like I'm pretty sure, like mm-hmm. they all do now. Um, you can't really snooze snooze on tournaments anymore. Um, they're usually sold out almost immediately. Um, let me see. I wanted to ask you about, and just because I've I've made my rounds with with all the other regions, but the single elimination format. Um, how do you guys like that? And we can start with you, Christy. I loved it. It's it's definitely more intense. And um, it forces you to be playing your game every single game and match. But uh, I liked it. It was very satisfying. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Like, I, unless people align to me, I don't have anybody complaining about it yet. Um, and that, that seems to be, yeah, what, what people are saying. It, it's just, it's for some reason. The competition is a little more fierce as a result. Um, it's just like every game's a battle, and I'm just kind of peeking at the at the bracket here, and it looks like that might have been the case, and we can definitely go into that uh, soon. But I wanted to ask uh, Alicia your opinion as well. What was your take on the single elimination format? Did you like that or not like it, or what were your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was 
interesting. It was it's a little bit different playing with four teams versus some of the other regions that have a little bit a few more teams, and so you kind of get a little bit more bracket. But no, I thought it was it's it's a good format. It it like Christy was saying, it forces teams to be at the top of their game, play out all the way. And then, you know, you never know who could actually come back or force it to a three-on-three, three, and then that last game is your winner-take-all. Nice. Yeah, and then as far as, um, you know, because you only had four teams for, for the women's, but for co-ed, is it more or less the same? Like you just got, you just enjoyed it all, all around? I did, and I know that my co-ed team was, when I was talking with them, with some of the members, they liked the new format as well. That's awesome. And how about you, Alicia? Any any difference from uh, women's to co-ed? No, I, it, it's the same for co-ed. Very cool. Um, I want to ask, and um, we this is we can kind of go bounce back and forth between the bracket and the um regional article but i just wanted to ask if you guys off the top of your head or if you noticed this past weekend of any like players um that improved pretty like drastically or changed since since last time and we can start with you christy uh on wmd i think deanna darns has improved probably the most in the last year her entire game has just gotten better she's gotten better at catching throwing and uh her court awareness has improved significantly as well um on chaos this isn't so much of as an improvement is because their team came back but they added a player elizabeth vance who i thought for her first elite showing was shockingly great especially because she comes from my local league and she's only i think played maybe two seasons in our local league and so uh i was super impressed by her her way of handling herself when she's never played this competitively, she was catching too many things she shouldn't have been um, and had even one play that was so crazy. I definitely yelled out that I was going to buy her Jersey because (laughs) between her and um, happy feet, uh, happy bobbled the ball that I threw at her was able to kick it with her foot sideways and Elizabeth just snagged it. And I was like, what the heck just happened? That was insane. Like Um, Like a pass almost. I mean, it was ridiculous. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> I think me and Jenny Hodge were both bowing down, saying we're not worthy because that was insane, that catch. Um, and then on Poison, Alicia, oh, I practiced Hong and Katrina Hillman um, both have improved immensely in the last year. Um, Alicia's been doing some traveling. She even went and played an East Round one with the women there, and her all around game has gotten better. And uh, Katrina's accuracy with her, she has an underhand throw, and it's gotten very accurate, and it's incredible. I'm sorry, this was Katrina... Hillman. Hillman. Nice. And you mentioned uh, Happy Feet. I'm trying to remember, because I remember we kind of talked about who that was. What's what's, um, their real name? Oh, Vanya. Vanya? I don't know how to say her last name. Gotcha. Um, and you mentioned, because I, I, I think we're talking about we had one person come from the north slash east, and that was um, Jenny Hodge. That might have been her. So, yeah, we had one, two, three, four. I wrote them all down so I wouldn't forget them. There's like five players that came from other regions, I believe. 
I don't know that some of them aren't coming back. Um, but Kat Durrell, she plays for Arkham. I know she played Jessica Jordan. She's Jessica's the one. I'm not sure what region because um, I my understanding is she's a U.S. dodgeball player for the U.S. team. That cloth. Um, so I don't know elite wise if she's if she plays. I don't know. And then Alicia Demanuel, Jenny Hodge, and Whitney Pittman. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Um, remember seeing Whitney Pittman talk about it and the all the all the check ins and and all the Facebook traffic that was going on. Yeah, I believe Whitney's playing this season in the South. So she's like committed there. Right. Nice. That's my understanding. And then Alicia Demanuel, uh, I believe, is going to be committed in the South. That's very cool. Um, did you mention a Valerie Lerma? She's the captain of chaos. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the article here and um, saying that she she's one of the stronger female arms in the South. Um, mm-hmm. Would you agree? Oh, yes. Yeah, she played with me at Nationals last year. Um, and yeah, she's got a killer arm. This is her, this is her second elite season. And um, I mean, she just getting better and better. She's learning elite style play versus, you know, rec ball. And it shows. She's been playing in a lot of tournaments over the last year. And it's definitely showing on the court. Nice. And also, I, I don't know why the second time I've seen this name, probably because it's just not a usual name, but Falcon Parker. <laughs> yeah. we call I call her Parker. Parker, uh, Parker has a cannon. Uh, she played round three. That was her first elite experience. Um, women's and kind of subbed in a little bit co-ed just to see what it was like. Um, because of her occupation, she's a, uh, I think she's a physical therapist. Uh, she does not want to break bones because she needs her, um, her fingers and all her bones to work properly in order to work. And so she's nervous. Yeah. Um, about playing co-ed, but that has definitely gone away because she played both divisions and played like a rock star in both. Nice. I'm looking at, um, some of these other names, but before I, I start pulling them, um, how about you, Alicia? Like, what, what players did you notice um, stepped up that we haven't talked about yet? Oh, that was quite a few of them. Um, yeah, uh, Alicia Demanuel, she has that underhand throw that just kind of takes you out of nowhere. Yeah, I hate those, uh, those like that softball throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, are, those are pretty tough to read. <clears throat> Especially if they, they get them off pretty fast. Um, Jen Woodley, that's a name I recognize. Have you guys noticed anything about her? Like, how did she do? Do you want to answer? Or you want me to? I'll answer. Yeah, no, Jen's always a rock star on the court. She takes that left corner and just demands you to pay attention to her. And if you're not looking, she'll definitely snipe you. And if if you're trying to get her out, you've you've got to put at least two balls on her because she she'll catch anything and everything trying to come her way or block it. Nice. Almost into Christy. <laughs> Is that where you're laughing earlier, Christy, or did you have like a I, funny story about her? I, I'm laughing because she's both me and Alicia's really good friend. So it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, her. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Uh, she's amazing. I mean, she's a badass. Oh, sorry. Oh no. 
ruined it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No worries. I'll just annotate real quick right here. Totally fine. Um, I haven't seen her play too much. I remember talking to her briefly. I think it was during the Tribune's Invitational. I think I got like a quick snippet of her. Um, actually, no, I know I did because uh, Markel Stokes dragged her, like, drug her to me and said, interview this person. I'm like, okay, cool, man. Thanks. <laughs> like, but she seemed really cool. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how she does in the future. And then did any of you guys get a chance to see um, Ariana Thayer and or Alexandra Shelton from Envy? Yeah, Ariana is the captain. She was captaining Envy. We were calling it Envy all tournament, but apparently oh, they wanted wanted it called Andre. Oh geez, I did but it again. <laughs> she's she's a New Orleans player and she was she actually came to Nationals last year and played on caught up with some of the other DFW girls. But yeah, she was dodging all over the court, jumping up, getting crazy and making all sorts of plays. And then Alex, she's actually really improved this year. She lives in Dallas and comes to a lot of our practices and is always willing to even come to play in Fort Worth, which can be hour, hour and a half drive sometimes with traffic. So she's been a really dedicated player in trying to grow and play as much dodgeball as possible. So I could, I can see her definitely growing and getting better in these tournaments. And she, she has a really strong arm Nice, as well. It's very cool. And um, I, I might be wrong here, but is uh, is Jessica Sexton from the South, or is she West? Do, would you guys know by any chance? I believe she's not going to be considered South anymore because she's either moving or has moved back to California. Gotcha. Okay. Was she at this tournament by any chance? No. I tried to get her to come to one of the rounds, but with the moving, you know, in, in life, I don't think it's going to work out, but maybe. Gotcha. One of those we'll see type deals. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, also now that it's, um, what do you call it? Sanctioned. Um, I, I'm pretty sure the same rules apply. So if you happen to be on a top four team, you can't really travel anymore. So that might, uh, that might hold her back. Um, that, and now I'm worried that I think as a top four team, you can only have so many guest players or something like that. And I think, I don't know, but would that mean that all four teams in the South are now Class A? Because we only had four? Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> a good question. Yeah, no, that's, that's probably another technical rule. Or <clears throat> Hopefully it's one of those things that's only, uh, you know, requires more elaboration or, or an exception, at least for this year. And then next year, hopefully it doubles. That way it won't be an issue. But yeah, I wonder how that would work. <laughs> So we need some message mark. Be like, well, well, what if this scenario happens? <laughs> uh, I bet he loves that. And I, I think the last time somebody asked about the the top four players' role or top four team role, like exploded into a very massive thread. Pretty usual, but um, I wonder how that would work out with you guys. And um, just kind of skimming the article real quick, I also noticed, um, and I don't know if we. You might have mentioned her, uh, Christy, but uh, Vanya Zafra? That's happy feet. Okay, that's happy feet. <clears throat> She's amazing. Literally, her hands are made out of something sticky. 
because she catches everything. And definitely her catching skills were on point Saturday. We had to put at least two balls on her and still be creative because she could kick it up to her teammate, apparently. Nice. That's, yeah, that's frustrating when that happens. Um, Yeah, it says like she's one of the best catchers in the country. So good to see that that's consistent. And okay, I think I'm, she's the one with the hat, right? The backwards hat? Yes. Okay. Very cool. Um, I think that's all. Because unfortunately, I'm still pretty limited. You said, and Marie, did, she didn't play, right? Greg? No, she's intending, I believe, to come to round two, though. Okay. We'll see her again. Very cool. Yeah, so um, I don't want to put you guys on the spot, and it's probably, at least for me, it's it's, it's hard to talk about myself, but how did you guys do? And we, we can start with you, Christy. Um, I was really proud of myself. Uh, the day of the tournament, I was officially three months pregnant, and I was very nervous about playing pregnant. Never done that before, and so I was happy to be able to get through the tournament and not be too big of an issue. Oh, well, congrats. Um, and is that going to put a damper on the rest of the season? I mean, we're talking about Thank like you. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about con- yes. continuity and and people returning, but. Um, was round one your last for a little bit or how's that going to so, work? Yeah. Um, so that's why I have guest players coming on my team probably throughout all rounds uh, because between me and Marie, um, we're going to be doing a tag team situation, I guess. Um, <laughs> so Marie just gave birth. So she's expected, she thinks, as everything goes well, I guess, for rounds two and three and nationals to play. And then I will most likely stop playing uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stop playing once I'm showing. I don't want to make it awkward for anybody to feel, you know, throwing at me. But um, so I guess it just depends on how big I get. But I'll probably stop playing. I couldn't see myself being at round three. I mean, I'll be there. I'm going to captain my team still. And um, the women of the South are going to let me still be a part of everything by letting me captain. We're going to take probably like a combination of one team between uh, me and Chaos. And they're going to let me at least captain it so I can feel a part of everything still. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, again, congrats to, to you and Jeremy. And um, hopefully if he's listening, congrats, man. And that's awesome. But yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, it's it's side side topic. Um, we had an issue with a, a woman that was pregnant and she was like, seven or eight months in and still playing dodgeball with 8.5 rubber balls in Phoenix. And that was just like a huge, huge issue of contention. So if you're willing to pull yourself out earlier than that and not risk anything, that's, that's probably ideal. Um, and did, did that have any, um, like influence in how you played on Saturday? Um, I will like say in just a positive way? for the record. Yeah. I will say for the record, uh, my husband banned me from playing 8.5 the moment I found out I was pregnant. Wise. Which really, I really, <laughs> which really stinks because I love 8.5, but I, I've already also been banned wise. from that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one, he was just like, nope, no more of that. But um, uh, I, I do think I am catching a little bit better. <laughs> I don't know if that's huh. in my head or not, but I do think I'm catching slightly better than I normally do. But um the only other impact I really felt like was um, we did have three girls on our co-ed team so that I could sub a little bit and 
towards the very end, I sat out, out of rotation a couple of times because I was feeling kind of crampy. But outside of that, I don't think it impacted really anything. I don't think – in fact, most people didn't really notice except for the people who probably noticed a little bit of weight gain who know me from home. Gotcha. Yeah, I was more thinking like the psychological, oh, this might be the last time I play in, in a while, so I'm going to go out of control today or ham and cheese, as the youth say. But um, before we move on, how about you, Alicia? Like, how would you say your performance was uh, for, for round one? At least in women's. Uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of decent. So I was kind of running around for the first probably half of the first round robin for women's snow sting. And so I just kind of jumped in and started playing and let, uh, I was on chaos with under Valerie. And so I just let her put me wherever she needed me. And I thought we played really well together. I've, I'm, we've practiced together and I've kind of tried to help her lead her team and give her different insights and things to do. So we we meshed really well and it, it didn't seem like too much of an issue with me just hopping in and joining their team. Awesome. And was it hard for you to uh to, to manage and then also play like in that mindset from you know, logistics organizing organizing to dodgeball player? Did that impact your play at all? I think maybe at first it did just because I wasn't warmed up and I was just I was focusing on more making sure that the tournament was going well, that everybody was doing what they needed to, making sure they were getting from court to court and keeping things going. So it, it was one of those things where that was my first priority. And then, yeah, if I could play women's, great. If not, it's okay. But it's also awesome to get to play. For sure. <clears throat> and do you, um, have you helped organize women's before or do, or do you normally find yourself in a helping role? with these tournaments not in the tournament so much but i mean i really think it was christy and myself last year who were putting people together getting teams ready making sure everybody was getting their stuff ready being ready to go to these different places that they'd never been to kind of just trying to organize and making sure everybody had had kind of a mindset of wanting to go to these competitive tournaments and what to look for. And then especially nationals with none of them besides she and I having had that experience going to nationals, kind of what to, what to expect. Gotcha. Um, and are, are you, a, are you a board member for elite or USA dodgeball? remember seeing your name somewhere i'm a yes i'm the elite board member for the south nice. along with anthony miller very cool so let's go ahead and uh go into the brackets um i almost want to do like a match by match since um you know there wasn't too many but um let's start with chaos and poison um alicia do you remember that match like can you can you kind of explain how that went down um and this is for for foam the foam division mm-hmm yeah, so we actually decided to do a foam kind of small division. We only played one round robin because it was after no sting, and we were all just kind of feeling a little tired just going back to back since we only had four teams. And then when we got to bracket play, we decided to do the best of five instead of best of seven just so the games didn't drag out and the guys were getting into their eliminations for open. 
Gotcha. And so the first match was Chaos versus Poison. And it actually ended up being a really close match. The girls from Poison kind of surprised us a little bit and kept us on our toes. And we kind of had to come back from a little bit. So they were they were pushing us and making catches and great throws, playing together really well in bracket play. Gotcha. And you, you mentioned some of the names from that team, Alicia Huang, I think, and Katrina Hillman. I'm pretty sure they were a factor, I guess, in that match. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Alicia Hung, yeah, she she plays the middle, and she she's kind of become the voice for that team and calling plays, and she can kind of hop around from the corner and into the middle and catches and throws and does a little bit of everything. Nice. And then Katrina plays left corner. Like we had mentioned, she she has that underhand throw that will come out and surprise you, or she she does some really good counters as well. Very cool. And then um, going into the the other match, uh, Women's of Mass Destruction against is it, I'm, I'm sorry, is Envy, not Envy, Envy, right? Saying it right. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you remember from that one, uh, Christy? Well, definitely foam. They were much more comfortable at, I believe. Um, their catching in foam was insane. Jessica Jordan, the one who I believe plays cloth more, uh, you can definitely tell. Her catching was crazy in foam. We did not expect that. So they definitely gave us a run. In fact, I believe our, I think we only won by one, by one uh, match. Yeah, both both looked pretty close. Um, Chaos took Poison three two, and then you guys took uh, Envy three to two as well. Right, they so took us to like the last close. to the last one, I believe, and it was it was tough. Nice, and Jessica uh, was it Jackson. You said or Parker? It's Jordan. Oh man, I'm really good at names. Um, so she was the one that was a cloth player for Team USA. That's what I've been told. Uh, and, I, and she I, and she told me she's trying to get into more competitive stuff because I did try to go meet her and tell her what a great job she was uh, did, and uh, so I don't think she's I don't I don't believe she's had any elite experience, but I'm not 100 percent on that. But yes, her catching was amazing. Nice with that foam ball. Very cool. And is she um, is she South? No, she's not. I don't know where she's actually from. I guess I maybe think north. No, not north, um, east. But right. Yeah, I'll look out for the name, and when I have time, I'll, I'll look up that team roster and see if I can put a face to the name. I believe. Was, if Kat Durrell on that team, I, Alicia, do you know? Yeah, she played with Envy as well. Yeah. She, too, was catching everything. And she's just an all-around great player in all ball types, I believe. But uh, she was really helping that team big time. She's a great player. Gotcha. Yeah, just out of curiosity, talking about like catching foam and whatnot, and that you like eight point five, and it's the best ball ever because it is. Like, do you have a hard time adjusting to foam? Like, did that I impact do. your game at all? I do. I that's uh, originally when we started playing the foam. I don't know that we, we were taking it real easy but then you know your competitive juices get going once we got into bracket play right um because i didn't want to get the timing 
of foam because we were just kind of doing it for fun. Um, I didn't want to lose my timing that I had, you know, with rubber balls. And so, because for me, it is adjustment. I don't know about for everybody else, but for me, it's an adjustment going from foam to any rubber ball. Yeah, I was going to ask um, if that transition was, was tough because I guess, did you guys do foam last or, or no sting for, or like how, how did the order go? We did no sting first and then foam. Gotcha. And so was transitioning from uh, no sting to foam difficult on the arms at all? I think my team, we didn't warm up for foam, uh, mostly. Some did. I think Jenny might have because Jenny was really excited to play foam because she doesn't get to play foam as much, she said, where she's from. Um, but we play foam all the time. So most of us didn't even pick the ball up and we were just going to kind of wing it because it was really kind of just to keep playing, keep warm. Um, and just to, you know, get our money's worth, I guess. Gotcha. Well, um, speaking of money's worth, let's get to the, the match between weapons of mass destruction and chaos. So you guys got to play each other for the finals. What was that like? We're talking about no sting. We uh, actually foam. didn't play. <laughs> you guys say, I just was about to say, Steve, if we're talking about foam, I'm going to tell you how it went down. It's a very, very intense, serious game of rock, paper, scissors. Oh, what? Okay, that's why there's no, uh, <laughs> there's that's why nothing. there's no points on here. I was like, oh, somebody forgot to leave the points. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very intense game with Valerie Lerma and Jen Woodley. Is this Jen by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> Jim was triumphant. <laughs> nice. Somehow I'm not not surprised. Was it just straight up one <laughs> one paper rock scissors, or was it like best two out of three? Yeah. Or nope, just oh, one man. and done. I believe because we wanted to go watch Showdown. Uh, okay. Showdown's about to happen, and we all kind of at that moment then we've been playing for hours, and you know with not very many teams, that's a lot of that's a lot of play. So we definitely felt like we got our money's worth. Both teams re- agreed to let let's just call it, and so we played paper rock scissors, and then we went watch Showdown. <laughs> nice. That's funny. Um, well, the good news is you guys played against each other for no stings, so ha, I still get to talk about <laughs> it with you. Um, but before we do move, move on to no sting, um, maybe this might, might be more towards you, Alicia. Do you think adding just a, another foam division, kind of, I don't say last minute, but just giving you guys something else to play while the day progressed helped keep the interest in Elite? Or do you think that, like, I don't want to say got people's money's worth, but how do you feel that helped um, with the growth of, of elite on the women's aspect? Oh, absolutely. I think it's going to help grow any and any divisions that we can add in any rounds are awesome in my opinion, but it's, it was one of those things where we, we were going to end up playing three round Robins for no sting and then maybe be done an hour or two and just kind of be sitting around waiting or watching the guys in open. And so we wanted to play a little bit more. We brought some foam balls in from DFW. And so we thought, well, hey, let's just do two rounds of round robin for no sting and then do one round from foam. And it worked out great. Nice. That's pretty cool. I mean, it's good use of time and you got the space. So people are willing to play might might as well. I would like to add, I do think in the other rounds when Marie will be present, um, I think it is even more encouraging of our newer women because uh, it, it can be used for 
her to watch them for recruiting for the combine. And I know that some of the girls uh, were excited of that thought process for the next rounds, possibly if we are able to fit it in again, the idea that they could be uh, seen by Marie um, because she's our recruiter for the combine. Nice. Um, So that I think that, but that's encouraging. And plus because our women from DFW, at least they're, they're more uh, comfortable with foam. I think it'll let them see that, you know, you might be new to no sting and feeling uncomfortable right now, but you're a really good dodgeball player. And here, look, she can recruit and give you feedback and pointers too as well. Yeah, that's really cool. And then it's um, yeah, just more more incentive to to make the trip and and participate just all around. Um, well, let's go ahead and go into no sting. And then one thing I noticed was you kind of had the same, same setup, uh, but... It uh, looks like, and I don't want to call them out, but but Anvi might have had a, a harder time playing against you guys. Um, do you know what happened there, Christy? Was it just the transition from, like you said, foam? They had more of like an upper hand, but not so much a nose thing. Right. Uh, unfortunately for them too, they were they they were a team put together at the last minute, um, so they did not know each other. Most of them probably met that morning. Um, and so, and they came from different regions. Like I said, at least two of their players were from um, other regions. They uh, also had a difference of skill sets, like or not skill sets, experience levels. So um, they they had a hard road up just from the beginning before we even stepped on the court. Gotcha. Whereas, yeah, my team is a little bit. Well, no, not a little bit. My team is a lot more experienced. Even my people I had guests playing with me are even more experienced than we are. So um, we definitely had an upper hand in that regard. Yeah, it sounds like it's uh, kind of a tall order to just throw a team together last minute and then expect them to, to do well against other established teams and players. So I can definitely understand right. that. That kind of makes more sense with the, uh, the 4-0 um, series win there. Yeah. And then um, Alicia going from, from your match is almost like the same thing it looks like. Um, you guys barely won by one one game. Do you kind of remember that match at all and what stood out from, from your memory? That one I don't remember as much about, but yeah, no, definitely. I think Poison is one of the one of those teams that they, they practice together every week, and so they're gradually getting better and better as a team. And kind of the same thing with Chaos. A few people... Parker, she's in the West Coast now, and so she flew in and hasn't been practicing with this team, hasn't played dodgeball with us since the end of last year, and only played played round three in Elite, and so she's still kind of new. Elizabeth Vance, she's still really new to dodgeball and Elite, and so she's got some growing to do, and then you've got a little bit more experience this year with returning Valerie and happy feet playing together. And then I kind of just jumped on this team. So it was kind of who, who's doing what, who's calling plays, who's doing this. And so that was kind of the growing and learning through this round. And they also had a player, one of their stronger players had an emergency last minute. So she wasn't able to make it. So that kind of put a damper on their team. Gotcha. And then for them to, I mean, to still fight though, that looks like they were able to kind of overcome some of those those obstacles and, and still put up a, a decent fight. And 
one thing that I've been hearing a lot is when you look at these single elimination brackets, best four out of uh, best four of seven, it doesn't really. If you just look at it based on a purely like point standpoint, it doesn't doesn't really tell the story of what happened uh, for each each game. It could have been a battle each time. And um, I wanted to ask real quick, just kind of, I might have spaced it, but um, do you do you normally have a women's team, Alicia? And then if you do, like, what team did you come from, or do you normally play with? Uh, yeah, this year I'm actually playing on a West Coast team for women's Bionic. Oh yeah, duh, I knew that. And so I played from the South kind of mixed team to round two. I know we've got a couple of couple more different teams and girls that are coming in for round two, and so I'm going to put together a women's team. Hopefully, if if all goes according to plan. And, and bring another team so we can have a couple more teams and hopefully we can convince at least maybe one other set of girls to make a team and play. Gotcha. And what team did you play for last year? I was actually on WMD with Christy. Okay. Yeah, I was just trying to, I was like, I want to say, but I wasn't entirely sure. But um, so let's talk about that match, the one that did not end in a paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> What was that like? Um, and both of you can can chime in however you see fit. Just uh, can you guys walk me through that? I know we were we were not confident that we could just go in there and blow them out of the water. I, I think that's what you were meaning by it. the score doesn't say what it was like because beating them is hard. They are a very talented team. Um, most of them can catch and throw both. So it's not like you can say, oh, let's just get this person out and it will be good. They are an all-around good team. And Alicia playing with them does help them because she can help run their court uh, with her experience. So uh, that addition definitely it made them even better. So that was a tough game. Um, we had definitely a few moments there where um, there were – game-changing catches or or kills shots that were great on um on both sides or um, for you guys i mean i would definitely say my team played good uh because my team is also i mean the two players i picked up are amazing um alicia and jenny hodge i mean i don't really think i need to say much more everybody knows who they are they're great um and then kathy Deanna and Jen and me, I think we play well together. Uh, we've been playing together now for a long time, so uh, we don't have to talk too much on the court. We just know how to play well together. So, yeah, I'll give it to my team. Every person on my team contributed to that win. Every person made a great kill shot or catch right when we needed it, and so um, we played good together, I thought. Nice. Then Alicia, from what you can remember, do you have anything to, to add to that match? No, I think it, yeah, the score definitely doesn't show how much competition it was. It, it wasn't just a total wipeout. We had matches going back and forth and catches bringing key players back in. I mean, it's one of those things where you get somebody out and then the next play somebody catches that somebody back in. And so it's it's just a battle. It's always a battle with WMD. Nice. Yeah, so speaking of um, 
WMD. Uh, I was just kind of glancing at the the pout rankings, or I'm not, I'm not sure, is that what they were called? Um, eh. Yeah, Captain's Power Ranking Poll, and it had um, I'm not trying to ins- add insult to injury, but it had Chaos, WMD, Poison, yes. and, and Non V first. But then now it's I'm thinking it's probably gonna be switched. But um, and you guys can weigh in on this one if you want to. But just looking at how it turned out with WMD first, Chaos second. Um, Poison Envy kind of stayed in the same. Do you have any thoughts on that going into round two? Like, do you feel like you're going to have a harder time defending that now, Christy? Or no, I, I'm happy to defend it. <laughs> uh, no, I think the reason why we got ranked second place, if I was just going to speak for the other captains, because you know I don't know for a fact, but I'm going to guess that it's because last season uh, caught up, which is chaos now. So that's just, that's the team they were last year was caught up. Uh, they had more. They had two more points than WMD did, but remember our points didn't count for anything, but they still gave it to us, you know, for the sake of, I guess, fun. Um, and because their team was mostly all returned, they didn't have that many new players. Um, and throughout the uh, rounds, they'll have pretty much the same core team. So I could see why most people would assume that team very likely could do a repeat and, and be in the first place position. Um, also, the so I had three returning players, um, and then I added Kathy. But most of the other girls, um, they're just a little less experienced than my team is in traveling and playing in other regions, uh, with the exception, of course, of Alicia. Um, well, the Alicias. Um, they didn't know Jenny Hodge, probably, um, and didn't probably realize what a humongous asset she would be. Right. And I don't think that they knew Alicia Demanuel and also what a huge asset she was going to be um, to my team. So I, I wasn't surprised when I saw that we had been, uh, I guess, was it ranked at being probably second place. Gotcha. That's when you mentioned, uh, and I forgot to mention this earlier, Alicia Demanuel. So she, um, her and I are kind of thinking of like how we're going to do this contest or this like poll or, or something where she's been, she's, she said she's been catching a lot up in the uh, mm-hmm. Portland area and uh, she's trying to tie it to uh, the knee pads. And I was like, well, we should have like some kind of catch counter or some kind of like contest or if you catch more, I'll give you something funny or I don't know, some, some kind of like social media tie in, but just the fact that she's been catching a lot, I, I just imagine how much more she brought um, to her team. And then Jenny Hodge, yeah, she is, um, she's, she's incredible. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was like, what's there to say? She's yeah, exactly. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. She's definitely going to alter the team uh, for the better, I would think, regardless of where she goes. And funny story about that. So I was, I think I was trying to follow along one of the stories and um, I just, I think I saw her twerking or, or dancing or doing <laughs> something really strange. I was like, I, okay. And I just like kind of moved on. <laughs> And I, I didn't know that that was actually, I think, the final match or, or some something was being streamed. But I was like, um, well, I guess they're having fun. I'm going to move on now. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you guys saw that or remember that or who saw that or who did that. But that was interesting. All I can say is that's just Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> she, she dances and um, plays, I guess, just very playful all the time. Yeah. She's serious, but it's never to the point of... Um, I don't know, so intense that she can't give you a booty shake at any moment. Just, <laughs> just give her a glance and she'll do and it. And then you're going to get a booty shake. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. 
she told me she does like to tip or like, I don't know what's the word, but bother players. She says she specifically does it to Adam Demir because I guess in their league or whatever back home, they're always on the same side lined up. And her favorite thing to do is when they're staring at each other, you know, holding each other with their ball, <laughs> that she'll give him like some seductive faces and movements to try to break his concentration and he will <laughs> yell at her for it. And I said, I can see it. That's she's, awesome. She's the goofball. Yeah, um, that was it. Was fun interviewing her and getting to know her a little bit more, and just seeing that she's uh, just seems like an awesome person. And mm-hmm. I guess they just add random booty shakes and mm-hmm. teasing people across the court as part of her repertoire of awesomeness. <laughs> so I think that that pretty much covers um, what I, what I wanted to. And um, I'm glad that we were able to kind of talk about the teams and some of the players. Um, as I was saying earlier, some of these names are starting to stick, uh, as well as names. So I appreciate you guys helping me out um, in doing so. But um, because this is becoming like a tradition now, I have to know, and I'll start with you, Alicia. Are you team taco or team pizza? Definitely team taco. I mean, we live in Texas, so absolutely all the Mexican food all the way. That is fair. Um, I won't even question that one because, yeah, I think you qualify as, you know, Southwest Mexican food. So it'd be different if you were saying that living in Philadelphia. Um, how about you, Christy? <laughs> I think your dog wanted to answer that one. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no worries. Uh, are you Team Taco or Team Pizza? Team Taco. Alrighty. And also, since you both are Team Taco, hard shell or soft? Either. Fair. Yeah, either. If you said soft, I'd, I'd I think be I think soft. probably a bigger one for us is Team Guacamole or Team Queso. Oh, okay. I'm listening. Guacamole. I'd, I'd probably go guacamole. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. I can't do it. I can't I can't get past the avocado taste. It just, it sucks. It's so good for you. It's so healthy, but I just, ugh. Can't do it. I, I will be queso all the way. Um, okay, well, I'll accept these answers. I'm, you might know or might not know I'm team pizza, but um, I mean, you live in Texas, so it's fair. Um, I think that's all I got though, but um yeah, again, guys, thank you so much for, for hopping on and being willing to uh, to recap. And it's really cool kind of seeing the evolution. It's awesome knowing that these matches um, or this round matters, for lack of better words, with the um, sanctioning. And really excited to see where the teams go for rounds two all the way up into uh, to nationals and, and the players as well. It's awesome seeing you guys grow and building off of uh, last year. So I definitely appreciate your time. And, yeah, let's go ahead and end the uh, discussion there. Alrighty, so that was a recap of the Elite Dodgeball South Round 1 Women's Division Tournament that took place uh, this past weekend, March 30th. And a huge thank you and shout out to Alicia Ellis and uh, Christy Stevens for hopping on and helping me cover uh, that event. Um, It's been awesome watching the progression and growth and development of the Women's Division from the South going from 4v4 to 5v5 to a fully sanctioned division uh, this time around. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how this plays out uh, for rounds two and three up into nationals. Uh, Huge congratulations to Weapons of Mass Destruction for taking first, Chaos for taking second, and Poison for taking third. Definitely, again, want to see how this is going to play out. So looking forward to that. Anyway, um, if you're listening to part one, Open and Coach should be covered in part two and released uh, later this week, potentially Friday. Um, if it is Friday and you're listening, then yeah, there you go. So um, I've been in this booth for a very long time. I'm going to go ahead and get out. But before I do, uh, just enjoy uh, a severe evening. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you next time.
I, I, I'm down to help in any way I can to uh, sow seeds of dissent amongst that team. Yes. Especially yes. by because if you can take down a team yes. with then yes. are they even worth being a team? Like, 